the mahabharata chapter 17 the seventh day duryodhana wounded all over and suffering greatly went to bhishma and said the battle has been going on against us every day our formations are broken our warriors are being slain in large numbers you are looking on doing nothing the grand sire soothed duryodhana with comforting words hmm, why do you let yourself be disheartened here are all of us drona salya kritavarma ashwatthama vikarna bhagadatha sakuni the two brothers of avanti the trigarta chief the king of maghadha and kripacharya when these great warriors are here ready to give up their lives for you why should you feel disheartened get get rid of this mood of dejection saying this he issued orders for the day see there the grandsire said to duryodhana these thousands of cars horses horsemen great war elephants and those armed foot soldiers from various kingdoms are all ready to fight for you with this fine army you can vanquish even the gods fear not thus cheering up the dejected duryodhana he gave up a healing balm for his wounds duryodhana rubbed it over his numerous wounds and felt relieved he went to the field heartened by the grand sire's words of confidence the army was that day arrayed in circular formation with each war elephant were seven chariots fully equipped each chariot was supported by seven horsemen to each horseman were attached 10 shield bearers everyone wore armor duryodhana stood resplendent like indra at the center of the great and well equipped army yudhishthira arrayed the pandava army in vajra vyuha this day's battle was fiercely fought simultaneously at many sectors bhishma personally opposed arjuna's attacks drona and virata were engaged with each other at another point shikhandin and ashwatthama fought a big battle at another sector duryodhana and drishtadyumna fought with each other at yet another point nakula and sahadeva attacked their uncle salya the avanti kings opposed yudhamunyu while bhimasena opposed kritavarma chitrasena vikarna and durmarsha 
there were great battles between Gathotkacha and Bhagadatta, between Alambasa and Satyaki, between Bhurishravas and Drishtaketu, between Yudhishthira and Srutayu and between Chekitana and Kripa. In the battle between Drona and Viratha, the latter was worsted and he had to climb into the chariot of his son, Sangha, having lost his own chariot, horses and charioteer. Virata's sons, Uttara and Sveta, had fallen in the first day's battle. On the seventh day, Sangha was also slain just as his father came up to his side. Sikhandin, Drupada's son, was defeated by Ashwatthama. His chariot was smashed and he jumped down and stood sword and shield in hand. Ashwatthama aimed his shaft at his sword and broke it. Sikhandin then whirled the broken sword and hurled it at Ashwatthama with tremendous force. But it was met with Ashwatthama's arrow. Shikhandin, badly beaten, got into Satyaki's chariot and retired. In the fight between Satyaki and Alambasa, the former had the worst of it at first, but later recovered ground and Alambasa had to flee. In the battle between Drishtadyumna and Duryodhana, the horses of the latter were killed and he had to alight from his chariot. He, however, continued the fight sword in hand. Sakuni came then and took the prince away in his chariot. Kritavarma made a strong attack on Bhima but was worsted. He lost his chariot and horses and, acknowledging defeat, fled towards Sakuni's car with Bhima's arrows sticking all over him, making him look like a porcupine speeding away in the forest. Vinda and Anuvinda of Avanti were defeated by Yudhamanyu and their armies were completely destroyed. Bhagadatta attacked Gototkacha and put to flight all his supporters. But alone, Gatotkacha stood and fought bravely. But in the end, he too had to save himself by flight, which gladdened the whole Kaurava army. Salya attacked his nephews. Nakula's horses were killed. He had to join his brother in the latter's chariot. Both continued the fight from the same car. Salya was hit by Sahadeva's arrows and swooned. The charioteer skillfully drove the car away and saved Salya. When Salya was seen retreating from the field, Duryodhana's army lost heart and the twin sons of Madri blew their conscience in triumph and taking advantage of the situation, inflicted more heavy damage on Salya's forces. At noon, Yudhishthira led an attack on Shrutayu. The latter's well-aimed arrows intercepted Dharmaputra's missiles and his armor was pierced 
and he was severely wounded. Yudhishthira then lost his temper, sent a powerful arrow which pierced Shrutayu's breastplate. That day, Yudhishthira was not his normal self and burnt with anger. Shrutayu's charioteer and horses were killed. Chariot was smashed and he had to flee on foot from the field. This completed the demoralization of Duryodhana's army. In the attack on Kripa, Chekitana lost his chariot and charioteer, alighted and attacked Kripa's charioteer and horses with mace in hand and killed them. Kripa also alighted and standing on the ground discharged his arrows. Chekitana was badly hit. He then whirled his mace and hurled it at Kripacharya, but the latter was able to intercept it with his own arrows. Thereupon, they closed with each other sword in hand. Both were wounded, fell on the ground. When Bhima came and took Chekitana away in his car, 96 arrows of Drishtaketu struck Bhurishravas and the great warrior was like a sun radiating glory as the arrows all sticking in his breastplate shone bright around his radiant face. Even in that condition, he compelled Drishtaketu to admit defeat and retire. Three of Duryodhana's brothers attacked Abhimanyu, who inflicted a heavy defeat on them but spared their lives because Bhima had sworn to kill them. Thereupon Bhishma attacked Abhimanyu. Arjuna saw this and said to his illustrious charioteer, Krishna, Drive the car towards Bhishma. At that moment, the other Pandavas also joined Arjuna, but the grandsire was able to hold his own against all five until the sunset and the battle was suspended for the day, and the warriors of both sides, weary and wounded, retired to their tents for rest and for having their injuries attended to. After this, for an hour, Soft music was played, soothing the warriors to their rest. That hour was spent, says the poet, without a word about war or hatred, and was an hour of heavenly bliss, and it was a glad sight to see. One can see herein, what the great lesson of the Mahabharata is. Yatra Yogeshwara Krishno Yatra Partho Dhanurdaraha Tatra Sri Vijayo Bhutir Dhruvani Tirmatirmaman The Mahabharata, Chapter 71, the eighth day. When the eighth day dawned, Bhishma arrayed his army in tortoise formation. Yudhishthira said to Drishtadyumna, 
see there the enemy is in kurma vyuha you have to answer at once with a formation that can break it drishtadyumna immediately proceeded to his task the pandava forces were arrayed in a three-pronged formation bhima was at the head of one prong satyaki of another and yudhishthira at the crest of the middle division our ancestors had developed the science of war well it was not reduced to writing but was preserved by tradition in the families of kshatriyas armor and tactics were employed suitably to meet the weapons of offense and the tactics which the enemy used in those days the kurukshetra battle was fought some thousands of years ago reading the story of the battle in the mahabharata we should not having the practice and incidents of modern warfare in mind reject the mahabharata narrative as mere myth with no relation to fact only about a century and a half ago the english admiral nelson fought great sea battles and won undying renown the weapons used and the vessels that actually took part in nelson's battle would seem almost weird and even ridiculous if compared with those of modern naval warfare if 150 years can make so much difference we must be prepared for very strange things in the procedure and events of a period so long back as that of the mahabharata war another matter to be kept in mind is that we cannot expect in the books of poets and literary writers accurate or full details about weapons and tactics although the narrative may be of battles military affairs were in ancient time the sole concern of the military order the kshatriyas their culture and their training were entirely their own charge the principles and the secrets of warfare and the science and art of the use of military weapons were handed down from generation to generation by tradition and personal instruction There were no military textbooks and there was not much place for them in the works of poets and rishis if a modern novel deals in some chapters with the treatment and cure of a sick person we cannot expect to see such details in it as might interest a medical man no author would care even if he were able to include scientific details in his story so we cannot hope to find in the epic of vyasa precise details as to what is tortoise formation or lotus formation we have no explanation as to how one could by discharging a continuous stream of arrows build a defense around himself or intercept and cut missiles in transit or how one could be living when pierced all over by arrows or how far the armor worn by the soldiers and officers could protect them against missiles or what were the ambulance arrangements or how the dead were disposed of all these things appertaining to ancient war however interesting will have to be in the realm of the unknown in spite of the vivid narrative in the mahabharata epic Bhima killed eight of Dhritarashtra's sons early in the battle that day. Duryodhana's heart quailed before this. 
It seemed to his friends as if Bhima Sena would complete his revenge that very day, even as he swore in the assembly hall where the great outrage to Draupadi was enacted. Arjuna had a great bereavement in this day's battle. His dear son Iravan was killed. This son of Arjuna by his Naga wife had come and joined the Pandava forces at Kurukshetra. Duryodhana sent his friend the Rakshasa Alambasa to oppose the Naga warrior. Iravan was slain after a fierce fight. When Arjuna heard this, he broke down completely. Said he, turning to Vasudeva, Vidura had indeed told us plainly that both sides would be plunged in grief unbearable. What are we doing all this wretched destruction upon one another for? Just for the sake of property, after all this killing, what joy are we or they likely to find in the end? O Madhusudana, I now see why the far-seeing Yudhishthira said he would be content if Duryodhana would give five villages to us, keeping everything else to himself, and he would not resort to fighting if that were agreed to. Duryodhana, in his obstinate folly, refused to give even these five villages, and so these great sins have to be committed on both sides. I, I continue fighting only because men would think otherwise. Think me a coward. Who could submit tamely to wrong? When I see the dead warriors lying on the field, my heart is filled with unbearable anguish. Oh, how wicked we are to carry on in this miserable, sinful way. Seeing Iravan killed, Kathotkacha uttered a loud warrior cry which made all the assembled soldiers tremble. And with his division fell upon the Kaurava army ferociously. So great was the destruction he wrought that at many points the Kaurava formation was broken. Seeing this, Duryodhana personally led an attack on Bhima's son. The king of Vanga joined Duryodhana with his elephants. Duryodhana fought most bravely on this eighth day of the battle. He killed a great number of warriors on Gathotkacha's side. Gathotkacha hurled the javelin which would have ended Duryodhana's career but for the Vanga chief's prompt intervention with one of his elephants. The missile hit the beast which fell dead and Duryodhana was saved. Bhishma was anxious about Duryodhana and sent a large force under Drona to support the Kaurava prince. Many were the veterans who were in the force that attacked Kathotkacha. So tumultuous and fierce was the fight at this sector of the battle that Yudhishthira feared for Gathotkacha's safety and sent B. 
Bhima Sena in his aid. Then the battle became even fiercer than before. Sixteen of Duryodhana's brothers perished on this day. Yatrayogeshvara Krishno Yatrapartho Dhanurtara Tatra Sri Vijayobhutir Truvani Tirma Tirmamam